Hello everyone, welcome back to Tripping with Forest. This is the third time I've tried to record this video, so there's obviously a reason why it keeps not working. Uh, there's a couple controversial topics I want to talk about and that I did talk about in the, the last two recordings of this. Um, and maybe it's the universe telling me, hey, don't go there. Uh, maybe, who knows. Um, today, I do want to start off, before we get into any of that stuff, I do want to talk about the importance of knowing yourself and therefore being able to be yourself. Because if we don't understand who we are authentically, you know, like uh, our authentic self, then how are we supposed to act that out in this world? How are we supposed to be that? Um, inevitably, we can't be anything else but ourselves but as ourselves we can pretend to be something else so that's a lot of what is happening in this world and a lot of what happens as you are young and as you learn um, as you as you grow older though you can formulate and not even when you're you're older but as you as you are you can formulate ideas of who you are so that needs to be balanced right because an idea of who you are is only that and it needs to be not written or not made out of concrete but made out of sandstone because it needs to be able to dissolve and change shape and and you need to be able to add to it as well maybe the sandstone analogy falls apart there but you do need to be flexible and adaptable with who you believe you are because we can only ever form formulate a belief of who we are and we know our lives better than anyone else does even though we put ourselves out there on social media out to the world we communicate to people around us we know ourselves better than anyone else but we don't know ourselves perfectly and that's because there are parts of our brain that are harder to reach and there are parts of our lives that we have forgotten parts of who we want to be that we need to constantly remind ourselves to to pursue and to actively be um, there's a lot uh, there's a lot going on in our lives and a lot of things that are out of control and there are only so many things we can control and so understanding who you are and what the impact of these other things are can allow you to formulate a basis to work on some sort of base structure to build upon i guess these some of the ideas that i'm trying to get to are is the idea of balance between having a, a structured strong belief of who you are and and balancing that with the flexibility of being able to change that belief and change yourself and change your actions and behavior because of new information that comes in your final form your most powerful self is your authentic self the self that you are deep down that you are afraid to express that you are holding back in some ways and oftentimes we're holding ourselves back because of our past experience and because of systems and programming that has been programmed into us from a young age to believe that the world functions in a certain way and a lot of these beliefs are, are based on fear and misinformation and outdated information. A lot of things have changed. The world has changed a lot and people are much more accepting of these kind of bigger 
uh, differences. I think we can all think of some examples of these bigger differences, you know, race, um, sexual preference, um, gender, uh, the, these bigger differences, they're becoming less and less important. Uh, they're still uh, of importance in a political sphere and um, individually and, 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 and that. But overall, if you look at the trend and the acceptance levels uh, of, of broad spectrum, not individual case, you see that the, that the um, sort of the differences are becoming less and less and the importance on those differences are becoming less and less. And of course, I'm not talking specifically about your situation, but I'm talking about um, just globally and, and, um, and these are trends, right? We have to understand that things happen, uh, things change, uh, maybe day to day, maybe life to life, but they really change when you look at the period of history and the period of time over, over a bigger amount than just a lifetime or just a day or just a week. This is where the idea of the butterfly effect can come in, where if you do something now, 50 years down the line, it has this big change. So knowing that and knowing that we have an effect on our future and the future around us and, and potentially the future of the globe and the future of the universe, we, we can't undermine how important what we do on a day to day is. So that gets to the, the idea and, and that sparks a couple ideas in my head. One is just the, the simple anxiety that it induces by just saying like, Oh, what you're doing right now is so important. Why did you just waste 30 minutes doing something? Or why do you, why do I feel like I wasted 30 minutes, you know, watching a, a TV show or scrolling on, on my phone or whatever it, whatever it is. Um, so that, you know, sort of feeling the, the temporariness of this life and the effect that we can have and the effect that we don't have if we don't act can feel very overwhelming and in the past i've been very overwhelmed by that and it's reflected in me turning certain ages and i start to realize oh what have i done have i done enough am i being myself enough and i think the answer to that question that last one is almost always no and so i strive to be myself but i constantly fail but i still am myself because even as I fail, even as I act in these behavioral pattern ways, there's no one else that you can be but yourself. But that definition is sort of not full, right? We need to understand that there's a difference between your life happening and your life happening the way you want or by the actions that you are choosing to do. Because there are a ton of actions that we do subconsciously that we do not choose to do, but they almost happen automatically and we choose how we react to them, but we don't actually choose doing them or not. And so how do we adjust that? How do we, how do we fix that? How do we change that? And I think it happens in the moments of conscious awareness and it has a rippling effect to when you are unconsciously acting as we all do. We, there's, there's periods in our, in our life where we are not fully aware, uh, whether it's an hour during a day or whether it's 
eight hours or 10 hours of your day. Um, all we have is the day, you know, we can break that down to all we have is the moment. But if we look at a day, we can see that some of it is is spent in in contemplation, reflection, awareness, action, consciously doing something, being in the moment. But there's a lot of time that is done brushing your teeth, thinking about mindless stuff, having your thoughts sort of rule your world and not being engaged into what you are doing. So by in, by finding things that engage you into the moment, that can be helpful depending on what they are because sometimes they can be a distraction from your world. You can engage in a TikTok very well. You can engage in a video very well and and actually our our visual focus is so that we can only focus on such a small amount that a screen even though it's maybe a, a couple feet away from you or, or whatever is just big enough that everything else if you become fully immersed into that screen goes black you we almost get tunnel vision uh, a lot more than we think we do we think we have this peripheral vision but if we don't focus on our peripheral vision it our brain does recognizes that it's not important right now. And it puts it on this back burner where it's still there. It's still happening. We're still getting that information through our peripherals, but unless something happens there, it's not important. So it's not always about just becoming immersed into something. It's about becoming immersed into something that is of value and of, uh, pushing your life forward in that way and it can take shapes in so many different ways it can it can take shape in literally just cleaning your house your room um it can i mean think about how helpful that is to live a more organized life to live a cleaner life to live a life where systems are in place developing systems is an extremely important thing that we can do as individuals um and and in those unconscious worlds that we also inhabit, we're not because we are not conscious beings 100% of the time, we might start reverting back to old systems, even with new systems in place. So it isn't the be all end all solution to, to more consciousness. But what happens is as you, if, if you use your conscious moments for introspective reflection if you use it for journaling if you use it for uh being able to focus your attention through meditation through through actually cutting out distractions then being in that moment will allow you to evaluate what is serving you and what is not serving you and 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 remembering that in that moment has a minute and small impact on your subconscious living as well and so as you begin to improve because let's be let's be straight up and clear you cannot improve your subconscious life because you are not conscious in that life you need to improve your conscious life you need to do practices and things that put you into the moment and into conscious awareness so that you are in that space more and longer and and then able to work in there because that is where you get the work done is in conscious awareness and it reflects in your subconscious living and because our subconscious living is often created by people before us it is not 
always conducive to the way you want to be. And so you have to separate yourself a little bit as well, because if you become too attached and identified with, oh, I behaved this way, even though I wasn't fully aware of it, I did something wrong, I did something bad, then that blame and that judgment comes in and you start identifying yourself with this person that was not really you or not really how you want to be. And of course it was you because we inhabit this, this flesh suit even in our subconscious, but it's not who you want to be. And who we want to be is, is where we need to kind of work. And, and a lot of people and myself included, we lack a sort of purpose in this world because we don't have conventional systems that that really dictate okay this is your next purpose study for this exam uh once you're done this exam you know apply for these jobs uh once you get this job work this much to for this for for this reason uh try to get this promotion right there's there's purposes and i think that's why so many people are uh you know drawn to video games is because they have been built in a way to give the user a purpose you have a purpose and and some people like video games where it's very simple and direct the the, the reason that you're playing the the goal that you're trying to reach some like it a little more uh create your own adventure you know i'm thinking rpg uh whatever um but nonetheless they have been designed with the intention of purpose and so we need to find that purpose in our life. And I don't think it really necessarily um, comes with all these external things. I don't think, think these external things are, I think it's fine to have external things that are your purpose as well, but I don't, I think they'll fail at very critical points when you, if you suffer with any sort of um, more moderate mental illness than the average person does because you will start becoming uh whatever your mental illness will start acting up whether it's depression anxiety uh, intrusive thoughts um, subconscious behaviors becoming uh sort of dictating your life right these these things um these things will make you ignore external purposes because internally there is so much conflict that the external things begin to matter less. So if we take if, if we take that attention that we have for the external world and, and our external drives and purposes, you know, three years from now, I want to have this much money in the bank. It's fine to make those goals, but you, but you have to understand their shortcomings. And in my belief, and what I try to practice is I try to find that purpose and that belief in myself. And that comes back to this original thing that I wanted to talk about was belief in yourself comes from knowing yourself. And from knowing yourself, you begin to realize who you want to be. And so that that intrinsically has the value of purpose in it because you realize I'm not where I want to be and this is where I want to be because you've put yourself more in the area of conscious living and you start to recognize what is happening in the world around you. We are so blind to so many things in our life because we feel like we have to be, because we feel like we are out of control in that area, whether it's because of who we live with, our job, um, all of these things that we feel are out of our control. And we have to protect ourselves from those in some way, whether we just start to ignore it, whether we get angry about it, whether we get resentful about it, sad about it, 
the, these feelings are a protection a lot of the times from actual just consciously addressing it and, and sort of asserting your focused mind on the situation and I and I use the situation because a lot of people could say the problems at hand but problems are perceived so a lot of times it's just the situation needs to be addressed and you need to you need to be as honest as possible and you can only be honest about what you want if you know yourself because other if you don't know yourself and you're and you think you're being honest you will say things that don't resonate and so starting to recognize those those deep-seated moral feelings that are deep down in there that still exist when you are fully present fully conscious and you start to realize oh that feeling of of sort of longing for joy for love for peace for kindness for fun for joy i think i said joy twice but it deserves to be in there twice because what is this life that we're living you know we are a feeling machine and by ignoring the things around us we oftentimes those feelings have to become almost actionable those feelings have to become a fit of rage a stomping of your foot or the act of crying and i'm not saying any of these things are bad i'm just saying these can be a result oftentimes of deeper feelings of longing for joy of longing for peace right and and, and the the actionable result of that or the counter feeling of that is sadness anger grief um these these different emotions and and you know um and and we can feel those things in the conscious moment as well all of those feelings but we feel them for what they are and what they actually are used for um and it's where we want to live and it's and it's why i think psychedelics are very interesting to a lot of people is because that's what they do they make you they put you in the present moment like people talk about ego death disillusion um you know talking to entities these things and these are these are visual representations and mind representations and world representations that are created out of being in the moment which is weird because they seem so different than this world when they're described but these are to do with you to some degree because it's activated in your mind there's something and in a lot of times especially on a, on a moderate dose a medium sort of dose it can um it really does nothing more i mean it does more but a large part of what they do is connect you to the moment and make you realize how beautiful the moment is and the moment is the trippy experience as well but that's part of just your you can become so accepting of that at a certain stage in a lot of these psychedelic experiences that you feel that acceptance of the moment and so with that comes all of this joy this love this peace this contentment and the the, the invasive thoughts are just not there because they because you're living because you're living in the moment and and thoughts really just are 
Um, I mean, they're happening in real time, but they take you out of the world around you by focusing on your thoughts, um, by allowing your thoughts to to have your focus. You essentially your focus is at 100%, right? If nothing's happening, if absolutely nothing's happening. If you start having thoughts, that percentage goes down of ability to focus on something else. If you are doing a physical task, but you're thinking about something else, how often does this happen to you where you're thinking about something else and then you mess up or you don't do it as well as you are capable of doing? And it's simply just because 70% of your focus or 50% of your focus is elsewhere. So I think um, one of the most important aspects of all these different healing experiences that we are capable of choosing to do such as journaling meditation yoga uh, psychedelics uh, traveling uh, engaging into conversation with people listening um, information uh, coming in from some source where you're actively engaged into it these are all things that sharpen your focus to some degree and with that focus comes the ability to focus in on what is happening around you and what's happening in the moment and not being distracted by your feelings or your thoughts and i should clarify not being distracted by your feelings doesn't mean to push your feelings away and and same with thoughts it doesn't mean push your feelings and thoughts away it means realizing what's at the center of them uh, recognizing them for what they are and acknowledging that because you're having that thought for a reason you're having that feeling for a reason and if we ignore it then we ignore the truth of the moment we need to acknowledge how we feel what we think and who we are and all of that combined it's all this crazy balancing act this spider web of of life happening around us to us within us and we need to balance that. We need to be that surfer riding the wave of life. It's the only way to continually grow and, and to feel good as you do it. Because growth can often be very painful addressing these initial thoughts, feelings, trauma, reach, you know, trauma coming back up. All these things can be very challenging, very, uh, very turbulating, or if that's a word. But it's the same thing as when you get onto a big wave it can be very scary to to go you know to start to stand up and say i'm going to catch this wave it can be very scary and you, and your timing is often off and and there can be consequence as well you can get you can get hit by that wave and you can fall off and you cannot handle the turbulence but you will come up for air again after you deal with the repercussion of that and you might have actually learned something so even though it feels like a cycle that a lot of us go through with our mental health where it sort of becomes better and then it starts to fade and we go back to and we resort back to some of these subconscious behaviors and we start to recognize that and, and it feels like a circle but it's it's a rolling circle it's going towards that final uh unreachable goal of living a perfect life and it is unreachable but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't reach because as we reach we grow taller we grow stronger we grow better and we grow kinder and more able and we live a life that is at least closer to that resonating life 
uh, of that we want to live. And as we become more and more flexible, we are able to walk that line better and better. I think that's why these words keep coming back up, you know, balance, flexibility, um, just being able to, to grow and, you know, the, the shell, you know, a, a crustacean that, that the, the flexible part of it, the inside muscle tissue becomes bigger than the, the unflexible hard shell around them. And they actually have to remove themselves from that shell so that they can grow one that fits again. And in the meantime, before they do that, they're vulnerable and there's there it's it's maybe a a life that's of a little bit of struggle after that as well and then and then it's you know an energetic life as well it's an energy intensive life i should say where you have to regrow that shell again but what is the there is no other option in life there you cannot stop growing it, it life is going to happen with or without you time continues on every day you wake up you you wake up a day older and so you have no option but to shed the shell and continue on or get stuck in the shell and life becomes more and more uncomfortable and eventually that shell probably breaks or, you know, your life just becomes very full of turmoil. So I advise you and, and I try to as well um, myself face life head on and recognize when it's time to rid yourself of the shell that no longer fits and when to uh, continue growing and, and when to deal with uh, life itself. Well, I'm glad the last two recordings didn't work because this recording was much more interesting, much more thorough. Um, there's a few things that I did miss that, that I would have liked from the second recording, but you know, it's gone, it's lost in space. It, it only existed in the air around me. Um, and the effect it had was much less than, than hopefully this one will have. Um, the idea is, here is to become yourself, be more yourself and to live closer to the life that is best for you and best for the world around you. And that of course, as we begin to recognize and realize who we are and what we are, we recognize that. That means living with kindness, living with peace in our heart and, and being kind to others and kind to yourself and, um, you know, everything else that it, that entails as well. The controversial topics I was, uh, going to talk about and the, and I did the last two, I'm not even going to bother getting into, I think this podcast was long enough and I really have nothing to say on the topics that hasn't been said before and by uh, smarter and bigger people than myself. Um, there's, I will say, I guess that, uh, the two, fuck, I'll tell you what they are though. And, uh, the two topics I was going to explore was, uh, Rogan, Spotify, Neil Young, uh, that being one and the other being the, um, freedom convoy and, uh, what's happening here in Canada as a Canadian, I thought I, I should talk about it, but, um, it's clear to me that uh, the universe doesn't really want that. So what I will say is in both cases, there is um, a real wild amount of, of uh, media man manipulation and 
the reason for that is uh, to divert money elsewhere and to divert attention elsewhere and to not have the, the attention on the actual uh, problems and and also just there's a lot of hypocrisy and in, in, in just ridiculous ideas of um, what is really happening right now uh, so yeah it's just it's, it's not even really worth getting into um, just on this base level that I am because it's such a complex issue and that's also why I think it can be manipulated in such a way um, because there's all these different party different pieces um, but the important ones are essentially being ignored which is um, media looking out for specific interests um, as opposed to really telling the truth of what is and 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 the truth of what is is that and the truth needs to be discovered for each individual. I think it's much harder to find the truth. Um, maybe not than it's ever been, but there's a lot of craziness out there and, and a lot of, it's just important to now, f for some reason, to figure out your own beliefs. And unfortunately, um, you can only be so accurate with your own biases towards things and with your own uh, behavioral patterns and your own belief of who you are and and how you are yourself but I think as we move towards a, a, a life of more love more peace more contentment we begin to see that it's okay for an individual to have a conversation even you know push it out to people on an online platform and it's okay for people to be wrong and I think it needs to be okay because it needs to be okay on both sides it's also okay for a uh, corporation to get information wrong as well as long as they check themselves as much as they check other parties that they're competing with which they do not and if they do it's a competitive thing between each other and it's really just trying to get attention from one side to another and hey look at me look at me look at me because that's the business that news is in that's the business everybody that uploads to YouTube is in um, whether they know it or not whether they uh, care about it or not it's the business they're in is the business of attention so we need to recognize that we need to recognize who pushes what and who has the attention and who doesn't and what their take on it is trying to do is it trying to push money away from somebody else if it's trying to take money away from somebody else it's trying to take power away from somebody else and we need to understand why that power shouldn't be allowed in that that person or that corporation and maybe they're wrong about that it's really just an opinion at this point and so we need to form our own and we need to do so as smart intelligent uh self-actualized people we need to not just read a headline and have a reaction to it we need to we need to we don't need to engage ourselves in the media at all if we don't want to in the world around us if, if we don't want to i think in a lot of ways that that could serve you actually by removing yourself uh partially but i do think it's a balance i think that there's um there's value to knowing certain things that are happening especially within your industry and to balance that rationally is is an important thing that we all need to do as individuals including this information that i'm telling you um I'm saying this as, as advice to myself and what I would like to hear in the world. 
whether that's right for every single person is is definitely you know it's definitely not it's definitely not what i'm saying is it is definitely not right for every single person um at this time you know i think there are some underlying truths that that are correct um in there but um that's just how i've based my belief system today and and i'm willing to change i'm willing to grow i'm willing to shift and i think uh like I said, I don't think there's any perfection to be, to be made. I think, um, these religious beliefs, these, these fundamental spiritual beliefs that people develop, I think that that serves them, but I don't think it's a perfect circle. I think it's a, uh, slightly off, you know, and, and in that way, it's sort of perfect for the moment. Um, because everything, though it seems chaotic in the world, everything is in balance because it can be no other way. Just like you can be no one else but yourself, the world can be no nothing else but what's actually happening right now, because that is what is happening right now. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't change the future. And so, by engaging in the moment, changing um, some of our beliefs, and 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 learning things, and engaging, and folk being able to focus our attention, and 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 uh, acknowledge our thoughts and our feelings. Um, that's not going to affect the, the moment as much as it's going to compound and have the butterfly effect of affecting your future. So if there's some goal, even if it's external, you need to work internally as well on yourself and, and, and you know, externally or whatever. The, the definition becomes a bit blurred because it's just your life working on your life and focusing your attention more and working on these these things that help you um they have a compounding effect on specific things around you and and also unpredictable things around you as well so i really think it's kind of a win-win in a lot of ways to continue to work on ourselves and if you've watched this far then you are definitely in the journey of working on yourself so congratulations for that